I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. I'm honestly just devastated. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. This is now a criminal investigation that's going to involve our homicide division as well as narcotics. And we're going to get down to the bottom of it. Eight dead, the youngest just 14, and uh, hundreds more injured at Travis Scott's Astro World Festival over the weekend. And uh, we're talking about a massive crowd, 50,000 fans on the scene. And a report suggests it was an accident waiting to happen even before he got on stage. And then when he did, the crowd surged so violently that people started falling on top of each other, getting suffocated. And despite all the screams for the crew or the police to stop the show, uh, Travis Scott, accompanied by Drake at one point, apparently just kept playing, even as ambulances were seen driving into the crowd to help. And Scott is known to whip up crowds at the shows. Apparently, Houston cops were so concerned about the buzz before the show that they went to see him at the uh, trailer he was in to share concerns. But uh, the show went on, and here we are now on this Monday with eight dead, hundreds of injuries and lawsuits that are now rolling in by the hour. Andy Stinton joining me now, president of Events Studio. You also know him as Small Businessman. Hello there. Ms. Pearson, how nice to talk to you. And when you called me today, I thought you might want me to explain something really simple, like the theory of relativity. But no, you picked this subject, which is really difficult to explain. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's not difficult to explain if you do an event properly. It just uh, it begs the question, you know, this was, I guess, really the first big festival that we have seen since the pandemic. So there's lots of pent up, um, you know, fun, you know, to be had. But they had 528 cops, 755 private security guards that Live Ent um, ha had put in place. But how, how does this happen? Well, I mean, just, just to do the, the Sesame Street version of this, when you put an event on, there is an organizer. In, in this case, it would be Travis Scott. He owns Astro World. You then go and book an event ground, a, a concert venue, which is owned by the city of Houston. You then go and find a producer who's going to put everything together, which in this case is Live Nation. He then mm -hmm. puts on the security. They arrange the security, which is involved with fences. They arrange the production staff. They arrange all of that. Now, when we get to the point, as I've sat and directed shows like this, one of the major questions that is going to come out is, A, who is responsible? They will just sue everybody in line, including the cameraman that was uh, on, on a riser when a young lady from the audience came up and told him what was going on. They're going to sue him, too. But the, the issue comes is, why wasn't it stopped? Because there's somebody like me sitting there at the back of the crowd looking at 50,000 people, and eventually somebody might tell me. At that point, I have to get a hold of a producer because I am the director. I don't have to make that decision. Even though I can sort of see there's an ambulance came in. That's very small in 50,000 people. Mm -hmm, and the mm -hmm. producer then has to make the decision to stop the event. Now, I've had to do this myself in the case of a an event at Young Dundas Square. The issue that you have then, if you stop the event with 50,000 people, a crowd that is encouraged to express their rage, jump up and down and be there for the man, are you going to have riots? Do you stop yeah. and maybe have a riot? 
or do you keep going and hope for the best? Or did they even know? Did the producers even know? Yeah, I mean, at some point, you know, there, there's a lot of blame to Scott Travis. You know, he should have seen this. He should have known. I'm not, I'm not sure under the glaring lights if he would have been able to see what was going on in no. the crowds. He did at some point, uh, as I understand from witness reports, said like, you know, started to kind of slow down and push back. But he is known for kind of, you know, promoting. He wants the big mosh pits. He wants people to kind of go wild at his shows. And so they, they should know that when they're doing a Travis Scott um, event, they're going to need a lot of extra extra space and security and by all accounts this thing was packed i mean just packed and you're right to your point if you stop the show you're going to create a whole different kind of of melee but um the point is i mean they they should have seen and obviously the police going to his trailer knew that there was going to be a problem they they talked to him beforehand yeah more people could have died if you didn't stop it because they would have rioted they they pressed in together I, I used to be the promotion yeah. guy for, for a pretty major artist. And we got pushed in, like hundreds of people. And this is thousands mm-hmm. of people. And it scared the bejeepers out of me. So to suddenly mm-hmm. turn around and say, we're canceling that, things are going to start flying around. As to you saying, can he see? If, if you stand on a stage, and, and most people don't know this, you are going to be looking at hundreds of thousands of watts of light. And all you see is a pastiche of color. You cannot hear because those little headphones they have in their ears only bring the musicians through to them. And there may be the odd microphone that puts their soundproof. So there's yeah. a lot, yeah. of, lot of variables in this. And so, um, you know, we saw how long the Radiohead, um, you know, court issues, I mean, they went on for almost a decade uh, trying to sort that matter out when the technician was killed uh, in the stage setup. How long is this going to take, you think, to litigate? And what's the fallout as far as these festivals? Where, How does this change moving forward, the Lollapaloozas, the uh, whatever the festivals are that... that that uh, all the kids, uh, you know, the cool kids go to North by Northwest or South by whatever. How do they change? Well, when, when you, you're, you're a, um, a promoter or a producer, we have to look at, it's usually about a 50 to 70 page document, which says we're going to do this. Here's what the security about. There's a site plan approved and the police and the local health officials mm-hmm. approve it which somebody would have to do. So just imagine when the courts start digging down into this, were the barriers in the right kind of place? Were they the right kind of barriers? Um, How's it going to affect our business? People will start to pay attention again. I mean, it was in 1979, I seem to remember, that 11 people got killed at a Who concert in Cincinnati because it was general admission. Everybody backed off for a while and we start doing general admission where everybody just rushed through the doors. And everybody's going to step back now uh, and go, okay, we've got to pay attention again. Because as you know, or any of your listeners know, you can get a little too familiar with something that could be dangerous that you do every day. Yeah, I mean, Pearl Jam, uh, nine people were trampled to death in one of their mosh pits uh, in Denmark in 2000. So it's not the first time it's happened, and sadly it won't be the last time that happened, but it certainly, I think, elevates the conversation as to um, you know, the behavior of Mr. Scott, you know, did he make it worse by kind of whipping up and frothing up already excited fans or, or you know, the liability on this is going to be pretty massive. 
but, but, but Live Nation and the security people, and whereas I, I mean, th this guy was done twice before for, for doing this. Yeah. He's, he's had court cases, he's been found guilty, uh, Travis Scott. Uh, but the producer has to know what, if, if, if you're doing a kid's party with, with you know, mm -hmm. the Muppets, your security is less than if you're doing something like this. And, and, mm -hmm. and the producers and the city have to be aware of what this guy was. And if this was let half the amount of people in, put more security in, put more barriers in to keep them separated, so be it. But they knew yeah. what they were dealing with. They were dealing with a loaded gun to start with. And that's not making an excuse for them. Nonetheless, it's a tough lesson to learn when the warning seems to have all been uh, very much out in front on this one, but we'll uh, see where it leads us. Andy, always appreciate your, your uh, insight and your expertise on this, and I'll chat with you later. Ciao. Thanks. Bye-bye. Andy Stinton joining us here, so we'll stay tuned, and uh, there's a lot of fallout on this story coming. Stay with us, Alex Pearson, On Point. This is Global News Radio.